Welcome to The Jab, the cotton buds stabbing news and views and information right in your ear canal with Mark and Ron. Hello and welcome to The Jab. It's been a while. We've been gone. We've been absent. We've been doing stuff. Yes, that's right. We've been doing stuff. We've been not been doing too much stuff as well. So it's been a mixed bag. But with me, I've got the incomparable, the amazing, the now UK resident, Mark Murphy. Yes, it's me. Thank you very much, Rob. That's right. I am back. I'm back on Terra Firma. I'm here. Just in time for all of the um, craziness that's been going on, actually. Uh, you know, back, come back at a good time. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, you know, you think, you know, you, know, you, don't, you can now experience it, the tomfoolery and the idiosyncrasy. Idiosyncrasies of British <laughs> life. First hand again, finally. Well, welcome back, Mark. Thank How does it feel? Um, well, it feels very much like Australia, because obviously, yeah, the weather here has been pretty insane recently, isn't it? Um but yeah, no, it's it's good to be back. It's good to be, I guess, part of the uh, the world community once again. Because you know, after being in Australia for so long, as lovely as it is, it's very insular. You know, you're very far away from everything. Whereas since being back, you know, just chatting to the common man, they've all been popping over to Portugal and and Poland and Port-au-Prince. You know, people are always moving around and doing stuff. Whereas, uh, yeah, it's been. Um, been sort of out of the loop actually uh down down under for so long so yeah it's good to be back on the world stage and getting stuck into some nitty-gritty politics and and general chit chat <laughs> excellent well it's good to have you back mate and uh yes and uh yeah well well we can we can find out that you know it's not all been smooth sailing for you but i'm sure we'll come to that with uh with what's what's going on yes. in our lives mm-hmm. uh, section of the show and uh yeah, I think we'll uh, we'll dive straight in, show over what we've been doing. So, yeah. Mark, what have you been doing? Well, I I have been going through the ringer that is the British um, immigration bureaucracy mess, basically. Um, yeah, so as as you've obviously pointed out there, I'm back in the UK, but my partner, however, is still in Australia. And yeah, that's because our visa, being delayed already because of the the Ukraine situation, um, has now been refused. Uh, oh no! By, uh, yes, by um, on Her Majesty's pleasure, of course. And oh, so, so yeah, you should take pleasure in that. She's just sadistic. I know, she? I know. She's uh, she's pulling a real Putin in her later years. I think you know she's <laughs> she's losing losing the plot and also her grip. Uh, so yeah, she's. Uh, She's just being maniacal. Um, but yeah, so essentially it was refused on financial reasons, which is interesting because, you know, usually when you're emigrating for, uh, you know, a kind of partnership or like spousal reason, the big question is, is it a real relationship or is this a green card marriage? You know, is this a... Is it a sham? Exactly. Like, you know, what are we looking at here? We're we looking at the early 2000s Thai bride crisis. Uh, basically. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Uh, but interestingly enough, it was all refused on financial stuff. So as far as they're concerned, they're like, oh, yes, you know, you you two seem like a bloody good pair and it's all legit, but afraid that you can't come in because you're poor. Um, oh. Yeah. So they have a weird system of needing to meet a threshold of £18,600, which, you know, it's not a small chunk of change, but it's not also impossible. And so, yeah, we had... Um, yeah, you know, as, as best to our knowledge, we thought we had enough. Uh, but then 
they bring in some very bizarre mathematics where it all just yeah i don't know just all falls but all logic seems to fall apart under this weird uh, algorithm that they they pull out of nowhere so they'll take whatever you have in savings and then they'll immediately discard of 16 grand get rid of that don't need that that's just dead weight that is um and then yeah whatever you're left with you're like right okay don't really know what we did that for, but I'll hear you out. We'll go from there. And they're like, great. So whatever you're left with after the 16, well, they're going to half that again. And then whatever you're left with is what you really have, supposedly. And I'm not really sure the reasoning behind it. So, yeah, so it really threw us, uh, threw us for a loop there. And then there's this whole other system of you can use your income for the year to prove uh, how you can meet a certain thresholds and such. And yeah, I mean, I've gone through it myself with a fine tooth comb and a not so fine tooth comb. Don't know why everyone always goes with a fine tooth comb, you know what I mean? Just sounds like <laughs> a monopoly on that market. Um, but yeah, so I've gone through it and I think they've added stuff up wrong. I think, you know, Dave in immigration had one too many shandies the night before and he's just made a uh, an error. So yeah, I'm just trying to get someone to have a look at it, basically. So it sounds like the whole process is a bit like origami, where they give you a piece of paper and say, mm. right, fold it in half, fold it in half again, fold it in half again, and again, yeah. and what you got left with? A tiny bit of paper. Pretty much. What do you do with that? Nothing. Well, you got less than you started with, so work that one out. Exactly, exactly. It, it, it's, uh, it's definitely a skill of the, um, you know, the... The financial advisors over there and all the financial people in in immigration they've managed to make my money disappear um, it sounds like one or it sounds like the origami of fuck ups doesn't it it does mate it is it is the paper cut of ju- injustice uh, it is a paper cut of injustice it's a it's a fucking postage stamp to the dick is what it is um, <laughs> oh ow, I, I don't know Jesus. what that means but you know god it doesn't sound good <laughs> Um, no, no, <laughs> no. Yeah. That the the well. I mean, that sadistic queen near your nuts again. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I know. Not in a good. Got them in a hey? vice, haven't they? Ooh. They have. They have. It's very fourteenth uh, century medieval uh, goings on at the moment. So yeah. Oh, so it's man. been a it's been a lovely warm welcome back to very warm Blighty. So. Oh well, a heat oh, a heat wave of nuisance in your life right now. Yes. And uh, you know, it's the question of where's Jess? Jess, where's Jess? Do you know what? She's stuck back at home. This is no good. Come on, Britain, sort your life out. I know. Well, that's it. I think they try to um, they've tried to go back to the colonial days, and now I've just turned Australia into a prison once again. Oh, they have, haven't they? We've gone far. Oh, we circle. just keep going backwards. We have, we have, mate. We have. Potentially, uh, we could, you know, just get her to seek asylum, but then she'll probably be sent to Rwanda because you know that's the thing oh. we're doing now. Um, yeah, that, that's the thing fair, we're doing. Yeah, now. but to be fair, you know, it sounds like a lovely holiday. I'm sure Rwanda's great at this time of year. So. Yeah, you could, you know, you could. I mean, you know, she can watch and you know, go look at the elephants and the exactly and the tigers and no, not tigers. Is that there's lions isn't there? and not bears? Tigers. Oh my, bears? No, there's no bears. bears. No, they rip your face off, mate. True. You watch out for them. To be fair, the only bear yeah. that's probably in Rwanda is probably Bear Grylls because, you know, I mean, well, I don't know what happened <laughs> to that guy, but it, well, either he's out there filming a show or that's just the way he lives now because um, he's just disgraced after all of the, the the trickery and fakery that came out about his... Uh, oh, hang on. What? What did I miss? Oh, I thought it was Oh, I thought it was quite common knowledge now. But yeah, I th- he's been caught up in a few different things where, you know, half of his shows, are it's all just nonsense. You know, he's... Jumping around in a in a 
you know, a puddle uh, near near a motorway, <laughs> essentially in the background, um, <laughs> making out that he's in the Amazon rainforest. So really, yeah, yeah he's uh, he's definitely. And I mean, half of the uh, information that he gives out, you know, there's one episode where he's what does he do? He like cuts into a bloody camel and empties out its stomach or something and starts trying to wring this thing out and any actual survival person is just like you would never bother doing that because it's highly uh highly dangerous i guess just with um bacteria and all the rest of it so yeah not 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 good survival tips old bear um but i hope he's doing all right in rwanda i really do Wow, I mean, yeah, I didn't know that. I, I mean, I don't really watch the guy, but I didn't realise he was a fake and he's a fraud. Yeah, he is, mate. Proper fraud. Ray Mears. He's, he's the real. He's the real deal. Ray Mears. Ray Mears. Yeah. He's, he's more of a gentle kind of, you know. Um, I, he seems like the kind of person to go, oh, wouldn't do that. Yes, exactly. You know I mean? Exactly. He'll, he'll sort of like try to steer you away politely from eating a, a poisonous mushroom, whereas Bear Grylls will. Smack you over the head with it and then eat you, eat you <laughs> alive. So I think Ray Mills, you go, you know, like a, and you bang, bang your head and go, and you go, oh, mind your head. Yeah, yeah. You go, oh, thanks a lot, Ray. Yeah, you told me that before. Well, see, told you so. Yeah, like one of those kind of like you know smug uncles or something, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. like the guy. Also, the guy from the Far Show who goes, "You ain't seen me, Lloyd." I don't know if you remember oh, him. Oh, I don't remember him. Who's that? Oh, character. <laughs> he was the guy. He's this, he was a character. He just he poke his head out of a bush and go, "Oi, you ain't see me, right?" <laughs> okay. And then he disappear. Wow, <laughs> really random, creepy. Well, I still can't believe that. Um, you know, it's been a bit. Of a, so you've come back to England and you've been smacked in the face with a real um obstacle. And yes. I mean, you want to, well, I guess, you know, you want to chop your way out of it like the rainforest. Um, but uh, what, what what options have you got, mate? What's uh, what's the plan? The plan? The plan. Well, the plan is, uh, so one of the benefits of being part of the, the Commonwealth realm of nations is that if you're from Australia, you can come over to the UK for six months uh, visa-free. But of course, the issue is you can't really work. So, but uh, yeah, so the plan is we'll get Jess over and uh, we'll try and appeal the the visa thing. We'll see if we can get it in front of someone. I mean, that's the trouble at the moment, isn't it? It's all uh, it's all email now. You know, I mean, we we sort of um, always sort of shun the old ways and think things are easier now. But at least back in the day, you could probably march right into the home office and just have it out with the the guy that you needed to talk to. You know, um, but unfortunately, now I've just been reduced to sort of shouting out into cyberspace as my my uh you know desperation just echoes echoes on on deaf ears on deaf digital ears so yeah um so where where we are with that is that yeah we're just waiting for someone to email us back essentially and either say that yes we're going to have a look at it or no our decision is our decision so um but in that meantime Jess will be able to come here for yeah, a ruddy good holiday, basically. Yeah, so that's the plan. We'll just um, get her over here. Wait, whilst waiting for that decision, we'll, uh, you know, take on take on Europe, take it by the horns. Ah, yes, you know we got to you got you know, is it Pamplomo? Is it that where it is? You know, you can really uh, oh, the running of the ball. Yeah, yeah, that is yes, exactly. That's it. Um, so yeah, so that's that's really the the plan, and sort of make make up for the past two years of um, everything and not being able to, to go around and just go absolutely mad. You know, just go and I don't know, uh, go to a, a 
Budapest bathhouse and uh, and just uh, I don't know get all lathered up with a bunch of crazy Slavic men and get hammered and, <laughs> and go out and just rave into the night and yeah that sort of stuff <laughs> Europe trip stuff yeah. yeah 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 you could be you could be Euro trash again exactly that's it mate that's what I've missed I've missed being good old Euro trash oh do you remember that program we used to watch that used to be a bit naughty yeah. didn't it had a bit a bit of nudity in it well uh... that's it it was always like it, well, it was almost um it was almost like a sort of before Louis Theroux's Weird Weekends kind of thing, wasn't it? And it was just like that bloke who would, like you say, go off to uh, Amsterdam and be like, oh, I'm going to go to this uh, this bakery that's also a topless nightclub. Yeah, and he would always have that, is it Lola Ferrari or whatever her name was, and she had the Lola like, double Z tits and... Oh, probably. I mean, they were huge. Yeah, I think she died because she had such big tits. She died. Oh, Jesus. It was so ridiculous. And, you know, they would basically just sort of promoting some sort of pornographic event all the time, weren't they, really? Yeah, yeah. Well, I wonder if the internet killed that off because, you know, that that was probably the way, the only way you could get your uh, your curiosity fix of <laughs> yeah. risque uh, content back then. But then, yeah. Soon as old dial-up came out, dead in the water. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, goodbye, goodbye TV. Don't need that anymore. Yeah. Uh, any news when she might be getting here? Well, it's good that you asked. She will be arriving on Sunday. So oh, yeah, like yes, yeah, fantastic. So that's exciting. Yes. Yeah. Brilliant. Well, great. Well, I'm glad. That, well, Sunday, two days away, mate. That's going to be great. Sunday, bloody Sunday. <laughs> yes, exactly. Two days away. So, um, yeah, no, it's exciting. And so far, we have decided to drive over to uh, to Berlin. Sorry. Oh. Because, uh, yeah, booking flights at the moment is mental. Uh, just because of, obviously, I don't know, they keep saying it's all because of COVID, don't they? You know, that they can't find, you know, the staff or... You know, they didn't keep their staff on during COVID. They probably let them go, didn't they, to cut costs. And uh, and now that people want to travel again and it's all ramping back up, everyone's like scrambling and there's no one. You know, we don't have those nice weekend children to like lug uh, baggage around the airport anymore and, uh, <laughs> and all that. So, yeah, it's been a bit crazy. I don't know if you've come across any of that. Like a few people I've known had flights cancelled here and there and all sorts and long wait times for baggage and all that stuff uh no i haven't experienced that myself but um i'm going to edinburgh next weekend actually um ah, my friend edinburgh. is yes uh edinburgh is uh it's a great city um it's uh, my friend john who's i met at uni he's back for a little while and we've sort of managed to find a bit, but we're going to meet halfway. We're going to drive, but to be honest, it's just easier. And halfway to... was that like Leeds? No, not yeah, Leeds. pretty much Peterborough. Le- Le- <laughs> Leeds, yeah, pretty much right, yeah. Okay. Um, and we, so I, in the end, decided to fly. So, um, I got, oh, hopefully, wow. I don't get any issues, but hopefully, because it's um, it's you know domestic, it should be okay. Yeah. I'm hoping anyway, and yeah. I don't really have any luggage, so. You know, I'll have a little bag with me. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm sort of doing doing that. So I'll, I'll I'll have to report back and tell you what it was like and see the chaos. And I end up walking instead. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's pretty much going to be the only option because the trains are out there. You know, they they've gone on strike so many times already, haven't they? So can't rely on those guys anyway. No, exactly. Oh yeah. They, I mean, for God's sake, they are deciding to strike um, when the Commonwealth Games on are in Birmingham and stuff like that. And it's just. I just think it's a little bit excessive, isn't it, really? I understand it people is. want that, but is. there is, you know, there's people that, you know, in professions that can't strike, that 
like the NHS, for mm. example. And, you know, they deserve much more. Like Amazon workers. Yeah, <laughs> Amazon workers, yeah. So they deserve much more um, than, I just know, I just don't have the sympathy that I would have if it was for nurses and stuff like that. And it's just, no, you know, exactly. it's, it's just, you know, I think it's just really, really poor to do it when there's a big, massive event going on and, you know, and I'm going to be using the train that weekend, so I'm really quite annoyed. We need to be more like Japan, mate, because apparently I've heard in Japan, whenever the workers have a dispute with the rail uh, the rail companies, they don't just go on strike because, you know, this is the other thing that's happening here is the, the um, you know, the, yeah, the rail workers are kind of not really got the general public on their side because obviously, yeah, they keep striking and, and sort of interrupting everyone's daily lives but yeah in japan they just refuse to take payment so they'll still allow you to get on and oh, run the service right, okay. but they just won't take any payment oh that's for, a great uh, idea yeah. I'll be well so up. then you've got the general public on board and you the only people you're pissing off are the fat cats yes i well i agree with that that's amazing um yeah exactly wow that's very japan. clever you're all right yeah you are you are you're just classy aren't you classy japan um, well, so what about you? What about you? What else has been going on with ooh, you? So, what's been going on? So, let's say the end of May, um, I went to Holland with my friend oh, Pete. Very and, nice. Yeah, yeah, we went there to see um, an act called Noisia, the drum and bass act, um, sort of DJs, and yeah, uh, we've wanted to see the major. We booked the tickets back in twenty twenty one. And obviously, he got moved so many times, and it was on there. It's supposed to be their farewell tour because they're they're ending, you know, splitting up kind of. Thing. Oh, okay, that's pretty funny. Like they've had to delay their farewell, yeah. yeah about three years. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's quite, three years. It must have been sick bit of anticlimactic. It. Yeah, we're like we know you're going. We know, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just you know, they just dragging it out. So, anyway, so um, it's happened to be on the last weekend of May. So, um, we did a smash and grab. So we flew over on the Saturday. Ooh. We got the train, so we spent the afternoon in Amsterdam, which was lovely. It was nice and warm. And we thought, well, there's no point booking anywhere to stay because we're going to be there all night, you know, at the at the venue, just, you know, it's going to be on yeah. until six in the morning. So we just got the train down to Tilburg, I think it's called, and then we went to the venue. Um, so we were there for about midnight till six in the morning, and uh, it was great, really good fun. Drank lots of vodka yeah. Red Bull, so kept me going. <laughs> and... Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, it was really cool. Uh, everyone was really cool. We sort of met met quite a few just randoms there, really. And uh, yeah, we danced our asses off to some crazy, dirty drum and bass. And then we had to get the. Then we had to come home again. So our flight was on the next day. So we had to. So we got back to the train station at half past six in the morning, and we had to wait an hour and a half for the first train back to Amsterdam. Mm. So we just sat on the train. So, oh, it was it was it was not great fun. It was um, so um. Pete didn't even take a coat, but luckily I, I did. Um, <laughs> Mental. Yeah, he's crazy. I know. He's just off the chain, this guy. So we, we ended up getting back to the... the um, we got back to the, the airport, back to Schiphol Airport, Schiphol. and I was hanging so bad. I was I was really feeling it. And then we managed to... So we got back to England, got back to mates about one-ish, and then we just kind of carried on, really. <laughs> we wow. Saw, and then I got finally got home on the Sunday night, so... Um, and then the, it was a week of craziness. So then on the Tuesday, I went to see Alan Partridge live. Aha! Aha, uh, uh-huh. so, yes, yeah, very nice. In London. Ah, uh, yeah. That was great. It was really, really funny. So that was pretty cool. Um, actually stayed sober for that one because I had a bit of a cough by then. And, um, oh, yeah. 
Then on this Wednesday, uh, the Wednesday, the day before my birthday, uh, Danielle took me to Hailing Island, which was lovely, lovely beach. Okay. I've never been Hailey there before. Hailing Island. Hailing. Oh, Hailing. <laughs> Hailing, right, gotcha, sorry. <laughs> I was like, who's Hailing? Who's Hailing? And her island. <laughs> oh, okay, nice. Um, so, yeah, it was nice. Stayed in a really nice hotel. Um, it's actually the hotel that her sister got married in um, years ago. Ah. But that was really cool. Um, hint, hint. <laughs> uh, anyway, so moving on. <laughs> so, so my... So, but I, I wasn't feeling that great. I think I was, I thought I was, you know, feeling a bit run down. But uh, we still had a good mm. time, though. Then on the, then came back on my birthday, um, and uh, and then I met up with some friends. They were having sort of just mess about in the park with their kids and stuff. And then, um, and then on a Friday, I went to see Liam Gallagher um, at Nebworth. Oh yeah, and that was crazy. Really good fun. Had a great time. Really good gig actually. It was a bit like a mini festival. There was. Kasabian played, and I think uh, who else was there? Um, uh, um, uh, Palinutini for some reason. That was really odd. Oh, really? Yeah. Pen- pencil full of lead, kind yeah, of. Guy. Yeah, that guy. Guy. <laughs> yeah, that guy. Yeah. I got a printer. Here he speaks really. I can't do the song. Um, but he. Yeah. I don't remember. I didn't pay any attention to him, to be honest. Um, but uh, Kasabian really good, and Liam Gallagher was good. It was good fun. Um, and then got back early hours of the Saturday morning and then um and then on the Sunday um Daniel started feeling ill and stuff so we both did a test so we tested positive for covid mm, wow i mean it's not i mean you did you did very well to uh to stay away from it for that long i mean you did go on a proper bender there no, i did i did i did no I... surprise that your uh your your immune system had dropped its guard slightly so. <laughs> yeah oh definitely i mean i you know i i gone so long i've never had it before so we both felt pretty rubbish. Um, so it, so COVID got us. So that that week, um, so I spent the whole week literally doing nothing. Um, I was supposed to go. To, I'm supposed to be going to Le Mans the the weekend after. You see, and we oh, had yeah. our tickets booked for the Wednesday for the the Channel crossing. Um, but I was like, I just not well. I'm not well enough. I had a, my cough was bad, um, and I had a really bad sore throat, and. Um, and like any time I did anything, mm. I just couldn't. I was really, um, I had no energy whatsoever. Danielle was really rough, but she has to carry on yeah. working from Tuesday onwards. She was working from home, so she, fair play to her. She was a trooper, carrying on going. And I just, I had to, obviously, I had the week off anyway from work. So then we moved the, the ferry crossing to the Thursday, but got to Thursday, and I still, I, I tested positive still on the Wednesday. So I moved it oh, to the Friday. Dear. And then by the time Thursday came, I was just like, do you know what? I, I don't think I could. I don't think um, I could do it. You know, it's a, Le Mans is, you know, it's a 24-hour motor race. You go for the quite a few days. You do a lot of walking because the circuit's really big. Yeah. You know, lots of drinking and things like that. And I was just thinking, God, I don't think I, could, I can do it. So in the end, I had to cancel it completely. So that was, I was really gutted. Um, oh, and obviously, my it. friend John, we were supposed to go and do a road trip together down, down to Le Mans. So we had to cancel it. So obviously, he missed out as well. Um, and so then on the, on the Sunday... I thought, oh, I'm feeling a bit better now, so I'm going to go shopping and, and grab a bottle of vodka. Yeah, and make up for <laughs> yeah. Uh, make up for the the Mister Lemon trip. Yeah, oh god, I would have loved to have done that. And so I went shopping, did some shopping, come back. But two hours later, I, I was I was done. I I couldn't. I felt like I couldn't breathe. Um, yeah. I had to go. I had to go and lie down for two hours. Um, and I felt awful. 
So then I, I ended up going to the doctors on the Monday and then and I went so went to the doctor's doctor said, you know, they took my blood pressure, blood pressure was really high, my heart rate was really high. So I went and walked she got me to walk to the car park and back and by just by walking my my blood uh my um uh blood began to boil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> because so... she made me walk to the car park to go and get some for her car the, <laughs> yeah. the lazy cow. <laughs> so um it was my heart rate. And it was 150 beats per minute just for walking, so that was, oh. it was a bit high. And then I was shortness yeah. of breath. I was, I couldn't. I just felt like my lungs were really, um, mm. like just weren't working properly. But she listened to me; they sounded clear. But she sent me to the hospital anyway, so check yeah. to make sure I didn't have a blood clot or anything like that. And so, um, so I ended up going to the hospital and spending all day there doing they doing tests and stuff like that. And so I spent oh. all day there, and I ended up leaving about... I was there for about eight hours in total. I ended up coming home. It's, everything seemed okay. Um, mm. And so I ended up having to take the whole week off work that week. Um, because yeah. every time, even when I just got up and walked about, I had to. I started coughing. and So, yeah, it completely wiped me out. And um, so ever since then, I still haven't been right. I still haven't quite... Got, I can't, like, if I do something, if I exert energy, the next day I'm absolutely knackered. So uh, it's been Let's a bit see. of a crazy, t- turbulent yeah. uh, last seven weeks, actually. It's, um, so yeah, so, uh, yeah. Well, it was crazy. I mean, to be honest, I did loads of great stuff. So I didn't miss out on that, apart from Le Mans. Le Mans was the only thing I missed out on, which was a, a real shame. The um, one that got away. Yeah, or, you know, there's always next year. There's always there's all, next or is year. It, is it every year? Yeah, yeah? it's every I'm year. Sure so. Yeah, it yeah, was, yeah. Really gutted. Um, so yeah, so lots, um, lots happened actually. Yeah, so uh, I'm just sort of trying to figure out. Yeah, so to wait, pending some more results, hopefully going to figure out uh, what's happening. And I think it might be some sort of B12 thing deficiency. I think, and hopefully I can get something that sorted, and I'll be back to normal again, so I can. Get out there and be crazy once more. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Once they, uh, once they come up with the uh, the the science to make us live forever, then we won't have to be worrying about these things getting in the way of our absolutely mental rave times. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, there'll right. be a future where you know, 121 year olds will just be be there with the best of them doing lines of coke at Burning Man. You know, um, <laughs> yeah. and that's a future I can't wait to grow very, 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 very old in. So. So yeah. it's great as I yawn. <laughs> great time. Um, but yeah, so, well, yeah, that's, uh, I think that's pretty much all I've been up to uh, really there with, um, yeah, like I say, going through the bureaucratic ringer of uh, British, um, you know, immigration law. Um, but other than that, yeah, um, Oh, I've got a car, I guess. I picked that up a couple of weeks back. Got a, a Honda CRV, a trusty Ooh, Honda. So, yeah, it's a good so old Honda. Nice. Japanese well. again. I know. Back to the Japs. Bring it. But, well, I mean, sorry, the Japanese. <laughs> back uh, to the Japs. To the Japs. <laughs> oh, that's like some weird sequel uh, somewhere in there, isn't it? Back <laughs> yeah. to the future. Um, keep that in mind we'll pin that pin that somewhere we've got a title we'll flesh out what it's about afterwards i mean that's pretty much how the movie industry works i I believe anyway really yes you know you just come up with an idea and then you get the little people to to figure it out that's the that's what being a movie producer is all about pretty (laughs) much yeah absolutely yeah yeah i went to see top gun the other day oh bit of a maverick aren't you uh did you know that his name was pete his name was Pete. Maverick's name is Pete. 
Oh, that seems I, a little lackluster. Yeah, isn't it? mate, exactly the feeling. Hey. I, I don't know how I have not noticed this before. Maybe it's because I'm not like not some huge fan of Top Gun. I, I just went because I was yeah. wanted to see some action, um, and stuff. Uh, my brother loves Top Gun. Um, but anyway, so went to watch it, and he, they kept calling him Pete, and I do not. I was like, what? Since when has Maverick's name been Pete? Yeah, that's like calling him Keith. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, just not a, uh, hi, I'm, I mean, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a, the best fighter pilot in the world. My name is Keith. I was gonna say, <laughs> God damn it, we need that. We need the best we've got out there to get us through this situation. What's your name, son? Pete. Uh, my name's Ian. Um, yeah. <laughs> Ian the fighter mm. pilot number Ian. one. That's it. Oh my god! So I was very um, I, I I couldn't get over that. So that that sort of I mean it ruined it for me really. It ruined the whole movie. Mm. I just thought yeah, you you know you don't, you're not. Do you find this out very early on then? Do you? Is that, yeah, is that um yeah? Or? I guess I did sort of yeah. Um, it was fairly early on, and it just I couldn't get over it. So I'm surprised I stayed in the cinema to be honest. Yeah. Well, you know, good on you for sticking it out. I mean, then so. So yeah, there was no redeeming feature after that. Pretty much, PD yeah. killed it. Yeah, he dead, did. Dead he, yeah. Um, so uh, well, I don't think you probably hear the dog barking in the background. Um, that's Sid saying hello. Hello, Sid. Oh, hello, Sid. Welcome, welcome to the show. Wow, our first <laughs> guest. Yeah, our first guest. He's uh, what's that, Sid? Yeah, he says. Uh, he says that's his number one podcast. Oh well, I'm glad that we, uh, well, that we've topped his chart. Really, that we're, we're there for him. So um, Sydney, have... Sydney, that's a place in Australia. Weird, what a connection. Oh, very strange. I mean, that would have been a better name for a fighter pilot, really, wouldn't it, Sydney? <laughs> yes, it would have been Sydney the um... Sydney Flyfast. Yeah, Sydney <laughs> Flyfast. Yeah, yeah. Sydney, uh, this oh no, the Sky Sorcerer, Sydney. The Sky Sorcerer. Okay, interesting. <laughs> I like it. Like he's conjuring the um, the afterburn trails out of his plane. <laughs> yeah. and just yeah. He's That's just right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well. Um, wow. Yeah. So anyway, the the film itself actually. So there was lots of oh, there was some bits where I was just like, for God's sake, because it was very you know calling back to the first one. Blah 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 blah. Everyone yeah. seems to love that. Where I was like, yeah, okay. And there right. was just some real cheesy moments, which oh, I can't deal with it. Anyway, the action though, well, hey, that is superb. The, Top um, notch. It really is. The stunts that they pull in those planes, I and mean, you could tell they're actually flying. You know, Tom Cruise is definitely flying that plane, and there's some crazy stunts they do. It's amazing, actually. I think they one of the best you know one of the best action sequences especially because it's not a cut easy with a plane surely and especially no, fighter jets and they're, 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 yeah i was blown away by the the action was absolutely brilliant that that you know I, i'd happy i'd fast for all the crappy boring you know yeah you know characters driven stuff i don't care about that not not with top it's called top gun for goodness sake and yeah uh yeah the plane so the action was was amazing and uh yeah, well worth well worth watching just for that, I'd say. Okay, good to know. Well, yeah, I'll have to check it out. I can imagine. So yeah, with with all the action aside, then I mean the main story is probably just you know just classic sort of American, you know, like you know, God damn it, boy, you're the best of the best. We, uh, we yeah, get the hell out there yeah. and um, beat the insert enemy of the decade here, kind of thing, you know. Yeah. Because um, I'm sure. Well, I don't really know if I've even seen the original properly. To be fair, I feel like I've seen clips of it, but it's yeah, I, I can't even say what the plot of that one is. So, um, but yeah, interesting. 
Well, yeah, I can tell you, Rich Hall, the comedian, said it right. He said, like Tom Cruise in every film he's ever been in, especially in the 80s, mm. it was, um, I'm a really good fighter jet pilot. Um, I have a crisis of confidence. And then I meet a beautiful woman, and then I regain ah. my my place as a really, really good fighter jet pilot. And it's the same same in uh, Days of Thunder. He's a really good race car driver. Then that's a crisis <laughs> of confidence. Meets a beautiful woman, becomes a really good race car driver again. A cocktail. Brilliant. He's a really good cocktail waiter, but then has a crisis of confidence. <laughs> and then meets a beautiful woman, becomes a really good cocktail waiter again. So you can see where I'm going here. But I see, yeah, very formulaic. But yes. my God, you know, like, yeah, he was just, uh, yeah, the, the headliner of, of the 80s then of all those movies, wasn't he? Oh, like, he, just, you know, he carried those films. Was yeah. Tom Cruise, he was, mate. He was. And he still is somehow. And he's probably nearly 60 now, isn't he? Mm. Um, Except for The Mummy, though. Piece of shit that was. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, that's not good. <laughs> no, that's yeah. terrible. Forget about that. Um, so, what was I going to say? Um, oh, yeah. So, you're saying I'm the best of the best. They must have said that many times. I think you could do a drinking game out of that. But surely oh, really? the best of the best is just the best, right? You would have thought so, yeah. So you, you just or say you're the you, best. Yeah. You are. That's the whole point. Because you, if best. you were best of the best, you would already be the best because you're better than the best, the rest of the best. Indeed. That's true. That's true. Well then, yeah, God, we just seem very lazy in in, in English that so we can't come up with a with a word that's better than best. Well, so we just sort of repeat the word best twice. So you know, you know, you're what, double you, best. You're better. Well, this guy, what he's quadruple best. <laughs> what you're saying is, he's you're just better than everyone else. So you're the best. So just yeah, say you're you know, best it's like of the, the best. Yeah, it's like the one percent of the one percent, mate. You know, it's like nonsensical stuff. So what you're saying is, it's more like naught point naught naught one percent rather than one <laughs> the one percent of the one percent. But, like, it's like know. saying give 110 percent isn't it pretty much pretty much uh yeah exactly so but uh i mean how else are we going to know i mean well, that's the thing isn't it about americans i guess they're always trying to get so hyped up and it is you know uh it's also it's it's just a metaphor for uh capitalism really isn't it you know just this constant endless growth which is kind of impossible and so therefore yeah they can't really they can never visualize anything not being you know awesome so yeah they've just got into this weird feedback loop in their own mind of you know just exactly the best of the best of the best well you think if it was the imagine if it was the english version of top gun it would be um probably just you're jolly good yeah Uh, yeah. he's good but you're you know what was i thinking of it was the um well you're oh damn it the you know you're the melodramatic um no i say damn it um you're, 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 you're Say me- some words. Where are we going with this? Mediocre. Uh, you're, yeah, you're, you're, you're mediocre gun. You're just oh, about enough, but don't don't expect anything more than just enough, and prepare for disappointment. Pretty much, yeah. Um, and yes, we'll ne- we appreciate you pulling your socks up and giving it your best, but unfortunately, <laughs> it wasn't good enough. No, that's right. And um, don't forget, being in a fighter pilot is all about taking part. If you come home, just make sure you come home with your socks on and pulled up tight. Pretty much, pretty much. That's it. And uh, remember, what happens in in the Caribbean stays in the Caribbean. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, what so happens in much. the what happens in the cockpit stays in the cockpit. Ah, yes, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure that phrase has been thrown around many oh, times. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, but, the English no, version right. would be because there was moments where they had that stupid thing on the beach where they're playing sports and. Being really, really a macho, and uh, oh, you know, they okay. have one girl fight pilot just to make sure everything's just covered. To, just to say that they're woke now, because actually yeah. that was going to be my next question. I was like, is 
because oh, obviously it's you know um it's just basically a big old nostalgia machine of, yeah. of uh the 80s and that's probably i mean maybe that's another reason why people love top gun so much anyway is just because it happened to take place in the 80s if it was the 70s no one would care but as you know you know we're currently obsessed with the 80s uh pop culture so um but yeah so they they they're slightly woke then are they 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 give it a go yeah, yeah, that. you know, they, she's, you know, yeah, they all fly, you know, she's not, they don't make any references or anything, they don't sort of, you know, they're not sort of sexist, I guess, they're not, right. you know, they're very uh, up to date, but there's the classic, okay. you know, they, they pretty much uh, replay the whole, there's the, there's the tension between the, you know, Val Kilmer and um, and Tom Cruise's character, Iceman against Maverick, ah, and... So remember Goose, the guy yep. who who died. He's the guy that he's uh, Maverick's co-pilot, and he died because his ejector seat hit the hit the roof of the um, canopy in the plane. God damn it! And he goddamn died. And then his uh, son, his son, his son is oh, his call sign is Rooster. So, Rooster. Yeah. What a cock. <laughs> hey, but ding 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 ding. We have a winner. Yeah, we have a big winner. <laughs> wow. So, okay. Rooster. Cockadoodle do. Is that Co- like there's yeah. only says like that's his yippee ki yay? Is it? It's I think. Like, um, <laughs> cockadoodle do. You cami son of a bitch. And then he, he shoots him down. He shoots down there and he goes cockadoodle can't. Look. Oh yes, yes. He probably would, and and again, um, Americans would love that. They love a good one line. They, they love would. A good they would. They would. Um, well, you know. <laughs> so he's Rooster. There's um, there's Hangman. Um, oh, okay. He always he always leaves you um, always leaves you hanging out to dry. Ah, I see. Yeah. I see. Um, there was oh, but to be honest, there was the, the, there was the star. There was the star of. <laughs> Uh, top this new Top Gun film, and it was very much like the first one. They're on their aircraft carrier, and they're just planes moving about, people waving their arms, doing God knows what, and yeah. you know, people running about and planes flying up, like and all that. And but all isn't could... it goddamn patriotic? <laughs> <you know? laughs> exactly. The only thing I could think of was Hot Shots. Do you ever see Hot oh, Shots? Oh yeah. Oh, I know what you mean. Hot Shots was. And it was all I could think about was that. So I was laughing because it was actually, <laughs> you know, it was exactly like that. They got it spot yeah. on. Um, if you haven't seen Hot Shots, you should go and watch it because it is just brilliant. Uh, it's a piss take, a Top Gun, and it's, it's Charlie Sheen. It's fantastic. Um, and then there's a part do, is it? A part two, isn't there? Part, part it's like do, a piss take yeah. of, uh, of Rambo. Rambo, term, like and it's all. Yeah, it's Rambo. Yeah. Based, Commando, yeah. like all action movies, basically. Um, and yeah, and Terminator. Of it's course. all the '90s sort of great stuff in it. So, and that's that's brilliant. It's just as good. Um, it's so silly, but yeah, it's this Top Gun movie. It's um, uh, yeah. So they have loads of silly call signs. Blah 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 blah. It's got Jennifer. No, what's her name? Colony. What's her name? Is it Jennifer Colony? Jennifer Colony. Maybe she, I think no. so. No, that, that that is a person that exists. Yeah, she I was believe. in. Uh, she was in a labyrinth. That girl. Oh yeah, I think that's is that her yeah. name. I can't. Remember. Anyway, something Connolly. Connolly. Um, so obviously she's older. Blah 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 blah. Anyway, so um, they yeah they play on the whole thing. But Miles Teller plays the um, goose's son, and there's oh, this whole yeah. tension. Blah 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 blah. But then there's the same thing as Val Kilmer. Uh, so Iceman and Maverick had this. Uh, you know, rivalry, didn't they? And then in the end, they become best pals. And then there was Hangman and Rooster, Cockadoodle Do. He, <laughs> them two, like the hot hair, you know, they, they've, they you know, the Hangman was really good, but really cocky, you know, and uh, too cocky for his own good. 
Um, and then obviously in the end, everyone's a team player, basically. And, you know, Maverick's got to come in as the old guy who still wants to fly planes. And they're like, no, your buddy's writing checks to your ass, get cash kind of situation. Right. Oh, okay. And, I, see. And, I see. And so then he's got to, he's got to teach these guys to do some impossible mission um, and in three weeks. And obviously it's impossible. And the only person who can do it is goddamn Maverick. So he climbs back into that cockpit for one last time. Yeah, he one does. Right, he slots right back in there, and he he humps it into that mission in submission. <laughs> wow, saucy. Uh, yes, and you know they uh, drop their load all over the enemy uh, target. Well, there you go. That's uh, classic America, hey? Just um, America. showing up. Fuck yeah! Fuck yeah! Fuck yeah! Well, I mean, it sounds it sounds great, but how many how many bees are you going to give it? That's the question. Oh, that's a good point. How many bees? Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, is so. it is it? Is, I mean, I'm feeling, given the fact that Pete uh, cropped up, the, the you know the name Pete and everything, I feel like it's not going to be it's not going to be maximum buzz, is it? No, Let's put it that way. No, no. Yeah, I think it. Unfortunately, the Pete scenario, Pete, Pete debacle. Um, it really did. Pete take, Gate. It, yeah. Pete Gate, yeah. It really took off the, um, you know, it, it shaved off some of that sweet nectar off the uh, the, the final score. Because the action, the action took it up there. But, you know, the, the, the it wasn't shining like the sweet nectar could have been if Pete hadn't been his name. Do better next time. That's pretty much the message. If I was going to do a little sign off from this whole review. Mm. I think I'd say cock or doodle, it was okay. Ah, okay. Well, and that's that. <laughs> Back to the drawing board, Hollywood. Back yes. to the drawing board. Now, you see, I mean, if they had us, the guy would have been called um, Captain Belvedere. Have that, Hollywood. Yeah, like, um, I don't know. Yeah. Anything else? I <laughs> see. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think. I mean, what, for some reason, what popped into my head was Marshall Blaze. Bl- Marshall like Blaze. Name. That's brilliant. Ah, uh, Marshall Blaze. <laughs> um, yeah, much better. Much but, better. Anyway, anything like that, that'd be great. Oh yeah. Um, well, look. After that, that very mediocre review, I probably won't watch it uh, until I'm around someone's house and it happens to be on telly. <laughs> That's the kind of thing that I'm getting the vibe from. Is uh, don't go out your way. But if it is on, you don't really need to change the channel kind of vibe. That, that's where we're at. So I'm glad that they put $100 million, billion into, into getting that result. Well, I mean, obviously we've got to talk about the whole Boris thing. Uh, Boris uh, leaving number 10, finally. Nah, never, mate. It's all a hoax. <laughs> Fake news. Fake news. It's all a, it's all a freak out. He's just trying to... Um, just trying to get some support back, you know, I think. Um, but, yeah, no, you're right. Boris is, uh, he's out, he's apparently. Gone. But not until the 5th, because obviously, whatever dodgy shit's going on in the background, it's going to take until the 5th to clear it out, <laughs> clear it up and shred all that paperwork. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's a bit, it seems a bit strange, doesn't it? There's this arbitrary date, like the 5th of September is when he'll be out. Yeah, it seems a long time away uh, and for him to make sure he gets all these deals. Because I, f- I was even on the raid today, they think that, you know, He's still going to be an MP, so he could still he could right. literally heckle Rushi Sunak or Liz Truss, whoever's. I mean, it's just awful choices, but 
Mm. You're going, ah, your shit, your shit. Ah, yeah. you know, from the from the, the, from the yeah. gallows. Well, that's pretty much all uh, from the gallows. Yeah, that's pretty much all British politics is, isn't it? It's just a bunch of like, yeah, you know. Um, all behind, yeah, play all Playground bullying basically going on essentially. Yeah, pretty much. It's uh, it's pretty um, juvenile, isn't it? They're all it is. shouting and jeering and all that. So yeah, I mean, you know, what a what an idiot. You know, he had he had the chance to be a really good prime minister and come out of the pandemic yeah. looking really good, but no, he didn't, and he blew it. He had the chance, and he just, I mean, mm. basically, I mean, he just didn't want to go, did he? But he finally saw it, and you know, he got the backhandedness of Rishi Sunak, who decides to um, be the first one to leave, and now he's trying mm. to be prime minister when he was the yeah. one part of this government and. Oh, it's going to be just the Oh, same. yeah, they're all as bad as each other. Well, the thing is, I wasn't really paying a lot of attention, to be honest, really, for a lot of it. And my whole, um, you know, uh, sort of angle on or what I can... I'm going to start that again. <laughs> what am I talking about? I wasn't really paying much attention, really, at the time. And so my view of everything was essentially some bloke in Parliament had a couple of drinks got a bit drunk, groped some bloke sausage, and uh, two days later, Boris is out. That's that's pretty much the the line of events in my mind. So I'm not really... What what happened there? What actually happened? So there was that sort of groping incident, and then was it that Boris didn't do anything about it? So people were just like, well, that's it. We're no longer with you. I'm not really sure that where those two things like lined up because that was all my... Uh, my perspective on it. I don't know. Did you? Do you have anything else to fill that in with? Uh, well, that's uh, that's that sounds like, like a politician f- would do. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, <laughs> not feel it or fill it. Well, um, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Feel um, it up. So, <laughs> so from what I understand is that Boris knew about um, allegations of what this guy had done previously, ah. but he just chose to ignore it and not investigate it and stuff like that. Classic. So then it came up again. And now he got caught out saying he knew about it, but now he said, "Oh, I don't really remember it too well." And oh, so he's basically just, we he's, must wait for the report. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, Sue Gray, where are you, Sue Gray? Yeah, that's it. Did I mention the vaccine rollout? <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. And he spent his last PMQs, which was yesterday. Um, right, it's his last one before they go on. You know, the old um, the recess of government whatever. before they get put out to the the field to pasture. Yes. They put him out back and shoot him between the eyes. Yep. <laughs> Daisy, no. Um, <laughs> That's it. So old yellow. He um yeah. Uh, he spent the last just going on about you know his his achievements and the success that he's had and all this sort of stuff. And obviously no, nothing got done. Nothing got done. And obviously kids start was going. Um, yeah, you stand there sort of joking, saying that, but you're not really doing it. And he's just, it's Kiyosama, mm. not only does he sound like someone's got a peg on his nose. I know. Yeah, yeah I, I know am the leader, leader, Labour leader, and, and I'm going to have my well. say. Yeah. He's, uh, he just <laughs> yeah. doesn't seem to have any gusto or any fanfare at all, because obviously Boris is good at that, isn't he? He's very good at the yeah. sort of... Um, being a buffoon or... Be, yeah, basically being like a... Well, yeah, he's just a performer, really. He like, is, yeah, um, he, he just is. sort of chose the role of the jester kind of thing, yes, but he, that's right. he did play it bloody well. Keir, Keir Starmer's the sort of nerdy guy going, yes, but you got to... You know, the rules say this and... Um, you know, yeah. you, you can't do that. Or the the, the 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 code says this. The code says this, and everyone's yeah. going, "Oh, shut up, you old crow 
phony. No one listens to you, mm. you nerd. That's that's kind of what it's like. Um, unfortunately, uh, yeah, and unfortunately because of the way you know the way he speaks and he just doesn't seem to go for the kill. Very annoying. Um, but anyway, so you know Boris, you know. <laughs> He's he's got obviously had a party, so when there was a big heat wave and loads of fires <laughs> going on, um fires starting, he was just in checkers having a party, just having a leave. Oh, so while there was fires starting, he was raving to fire starter. Yeah, yes, yeah, yes, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's suspicious really, don't you think? It is, mate. It is. Maybe he's um twisted fire starter. Maybe he's well he's leaving on the fifth of September. I mean he's He's becoming his own little Guy Fawkes, really, isn't he? He's yeah. just, uh, he just wants to watch the world burn. Oh, my God. Can, yeah. Yeah. That's what climate, I climate change, change, whatever. It's, we yeah. all get up there. It's funny you should mention all the Boris stuff, actually, because I was doing a little clean-up of our email inbox the other day, and I come across a link. So, you know, obviously, at first we had the old cross wires with BT and our landline getting spammed. Uh, well, now we've received a email with a mysterious link, and it took me to an audio file, and it seems that it is of a supposed Russian bug operation in the office of the former UK Prime Minister, Boris Johnson. Well, we've got to listen to that. Let's, let's, let's get it on. Yeah, let's give it a listen. Hello. <coughs> hello. 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 <coughs> yes, it's me. It's Boris, your friend. <laughs> Hello? I've still got to get in the old uh, long sisters' calls, you know, before I get, uh, you know, before I get trucked out. Uh, you know, it's being paid by the old taxpayer plebs. <laughs> uh-huh. Yes, yes. Are you okay? Yes. Okay, good. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know, um, yes. Uh, well, yeah, that's right. I'm, I'm basically getting, I'm getting trucked out, right? It's uh, apparently some guy is up there, the old pincher guy you know he can't keep his uh his, his, his hands to himself you know squeeze the sausage and apparently it's all my bloody fault i don't understand it oh he's just like do you see what i mean you know you know i i don't know why i'm getting the bloody blame for this uh but uh you know i i thought i'd give you a call because you know you're, you're one of my few friends i've got left and you know um you know uh, you know well, well don't forget we've just got some idiots here who are trying to stop our plan of uh of uh you know uh who is it? Uh, sorry, Boris. Uh, your press conference is almost ready. Oh, well, yes, yes. I'll, I'll be there soon. I'm on the phone to my friend in Uanda, okay? Just, I'll be there okay, soon. Okay. Do, do be quick. All right. I'll go away. See, so here, bottled every five seconds. Right. Well, uh, you know, I've got bloody Rushi, you know, he's stabbed me in the back and oh, I'm bleeding heavily. I've got Liz Trust, she's gone as well. And, you know, savage Javids. You know, he sounds like a bloody. TV contested show. It's bloody awful. And, uh, and they were all standing up. Apparently I'm some horrible guy when all I did was do the right thing. Do you understand me? Do you know what I'm saying? But these guys, they're bloody blackstabbers. Do you know what? I can't wait. I can't wait to be in those benches in the gallows shouting, ah, you loser, loser, hell for love and all that. It's going to be bloody marvellous. And you know what? I did my best for this bloody country. And they, they've got a... <laughs> what do you want? Sorry, Boris, uh, you really must hurry along now. They're, they're getting rather uh, impatient. Oh, yes, all right, I'll be there soon. Look, just go away. I'm the bloody Prime Minister still, aren't I? Oh, uh, yes, y- yes, yes, you are. Yes, I am, so go away. Go, see? See, they want to kick me out of here too. I tell you what, between me and you, I think, you know, 
I think the bloody British public, I tell you what, they're all bloody fools. All of them. <laughs> I made so much money. I've got gold everywhere. I've stashed it. I've buried it. And do you know what? The vaccines don't even work. <laughs> they have no idea. So, uh, uh, right. Well, um, I'm going to go then. I'm just going to go and, um, you know. Just... Sorry, Boris, you really must come along now. They're, 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 they're turning into savages. Oh, and they were already savages, weren't they? Well, I'll tell you what, right. That, 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 I'm going to go. See you later, sir. I, I, I'll speak to you soon. Boris, you simply must come along now. They're turning against me. They're turning against everyone. Please, hurry up. Well, Andre, look at you. Get out of here. I'm coming. I'm going to take that. <laughs> right, I'll take that. I need a stapler. <laughs> Paper clips. Yes. Oh, yes. Look at that prick stick. Oh, I've. Yes. Oh, oh, yes. Some folders. And, uh, oh, I'm just taking the paper look. It's, mm, it's bloody lovely. Um, I, 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 oh, Tipex, Tipex. I'll have some of that. Yes, 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 yes. yes I'll have oh, and a hole punch. I definitely need a hole punch. Right. I'm taking as much as I can. Oh, yeah. Post its. Post its. Post its. Mm, lovely. Right. I'll put it in my pocket. Right. Here we go. <laughs> Off I go. Well, there you go. Uh, that was a bit of an insight into um, what we all we all already knew, really. That well, um, yeah. yeah, he's just a bloody uh, a bloody bastard. I mean, well, he said the vaccine didn't even work. I mean, that's a, that's a bit scary, isn't it? I mean, no yeah. wonder I got COVID. <laughs> yeah, exactly, mate. Exactly. So yeah, I mean, what was what what have we been given? Just a, a bunch of just salt water. Yeah, probably. probably yeah. Yeah, just, forty um, million billion on on you know something you can find in the Thames estuary. Maybe maybe it was that maybe it was that tab clear they brought out. Do you remember that uh, uh, tab clear? Do you remember <laughs> like that the clear coat? Yeah, kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was yeah, that was strange, strange time. Yeah, thing. what's that all about? Uh, it was in a bloody can. You couldn't see it anyway. Yeah, I know, but that's it. That ah, oh, yeah, people get paid way too much money for stupid crap like that, <laughs> don't they? Really, like the yeah. marketing. Nonsense. Well, it's like uh, marketing gurus. When did they become a guru? Like, why did that get put on people that you know do marketing? I don't know. That's just a bizarre term, isn't it? Be like, oh, have you heard about Alan? He's a marketing guru. Yeah, he's a he's a golf guru or he's a yeah. shopping guru. Get out. Yeah. What? Yeah. Why do we? Well, why do we stop there? Why are they not like a a, a financial swami or whatever the other one <laughs> or whatever the swami swami Swar- no oh, idea know. no idea something like that <laughs> or um or they never go oh you know have you heard about like alan he's a he's a real um he's a real sports witch doctor you know? <laughs> yeah 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 oh my god imagine being a sports witch doctor yeah i know all i'm saying is other other factions of fringe religious uh, practices are just being pushed to the wayside and I won't stand for it. <laughs> Good. You should stand. That's why I'm sitting down. So. <laughs> sitting down, standing up. Pretty much, mate. Get up, stand up. Stand up for your rights. That's um, that's what I believe in, as you know, as I'm always saying. And uh, <laughs> yes. really, it's the unofficial mantra of the jab. <laughs> other than, you know, big jabs are the best. Um, Isn't it so. ironic? We call the jab and the jabs we were given are are uh, made of just nonsense yeah just like us yeah whoa man we knew all along we just knew we knew all along i must admit we did kind of start this at a very bizarre time because obviously yeah the word the like jab had just got swamped you know we got pushed down the google search results because of covid yeah i'll tell you what it's got a lot to answer for this stupid thing 
I know, really has, really has. Well, all I can say is I'm glad that we're getting rid of Boris, but uh, yeah, you know, we're, it's only going to be replaced by one of his other goons. So um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's time to, uh, I don't know, make a run for it. I think it is. I think it's to jump ship, really, isn't it? Most, I think it's the only solution. And Or, you know, um, well, just, you know... There's Sunak and Liz Truss. It's just, it's just going to be awful, isn't it? It's another couple of years awfulness, and mm. oh, it's just sickening, isn't it? It's just never going to get yeah. any better. And um, no. you know, inflation's running amok, isn't it? Oh, it is, mate. It is. Yeah. Over to the financial segment. Um, yeah, so as you can see, the the market is um, is is once again bleeding out. Uh, it's inflated yeah, like a of... huge balloon, and mm. it's no sign of popping anytime no, soon. Anytime. And soon we will have enough inflation to reach the moon. Mm. The trouble is, though, what's it full of? Shit, it's Ch- all full of shit. <laughs> Children's mate. tears. Children's tears. <laughs> Yeah, well, probably because, um, you know, they they keep saying now that for the first time in a long time, the, the you know, the newer generation are not necessarily going to be um, better off than the previous one, which is kind of how the, uh, the trajectory had been going up until now, really, um, was each generation was kind of better off than the last. And, um, yeah, it's... Uh, so yeah, it's going back the other way. So in a way, a weird way, um, inflating is causing us to shrink. I don't know. I don't really get finance. Um, <laughs> that's probably that's probably just me. You know, I just keep all my money in crisp pound notes shoved under my mattress. Yes, so they will they can't soon be me. worth nothing. They'll be worth exactly. more, less than the mattress they're in. Mm, yeah, true. Um, but what are the alternatives, mate? What are all the the alternatives? Is um, you know, Bitcoin. Gold. And, uh, Always believe gold. in your soul. You've got the power to go. You're indestructible. Always believe in gold. Wow. Hey, you should uh, you should write that down. I mean, that's a, that's a good little... Um, that's a good bit of uh, press for gold, actually, isn't it? It Maybe, is. Is that what they... Is that what they were singing about? You reckon? Yeah, there was really just financial tips. Yeah, I not think so they much just, about they were just believing like, in yourself. Why is no one listening to us? We're saying invest in gold, and you're just giving us more gold. And we're saying, well, no, we're trying to get you to invest in gold. Um, but no one would listen to them, except their songs. The true yeah. meaning of gold was gold. That's it, right on the nose, mate. It was plain and simple. Plain and simple. Um, so anyway, that concludes the financial segment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, especially if you're a material girl, I just wanted to get that one in there. Ah, that's fair. That's fair. Living that's, in material uh, yeah, I mean, world. Really, should have been the, um, you know, well, money. It's all I want, really. So Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, money for nothing, but the chicks nah. are free. But the chick, the chips are free? <laughs> yeah, are free. They should be free. <laughs> just to be clear. Sorry, someone <laughs> said the chips were free. They should be free, shouldn't um, they? Chips should they, be free. We're talking well, about... Should. I mean... Meant to be cheap as chips, but that doesn't mean that means nothing anymore. Does no, it? I mean, chips really cost about tenner. Yeah, that's not cheap. And, yeah. and we're talking about chips, as in the real chips, not the stupid crisps that some people in the world call it. So, oh, I, I did have an argument with a girl from New Zealand once. She called crisps chips, and I managed to convince her that right. crisps are crispy, 
because they're you know right. they're crispy, right? So they're called crisps. But a chips gotcha. are a chip off a potato because oh, I sounded so far with them. Those chips off a potato, <laughs> and that's well, why they're called chips. Well, there you go. I mean, <laughs> that logic is sound, so I'm not arguing with it. You're preaching to the choir over uh, here. Oh, um, there we go. So I'm, I'm glad that you were able to go out on a sort of. Um, like a, a sort of Mormon styled mission to New Zealand and convert the uh the heathens. I I, so, I mean I have good done work, yeah, brother thank Rob. You. Good work. Thank you, my lord. Yes. I try my best, you know. I, I people sometimes listen, sometimes they laugh, and sometimes they cry. But in all in the end, it's all for the love of money. Oh, sorry, I thought it was meant to be chips. <laughs> Damn it. Chips. Damn it. Well, chips are money. All... Chips are money. Well, they are in a casino. You're right. Hey, they see? They are in a casino. But so. um, sh- full circle. But um, chips. But moving but on from the Christ died for our segment. chips, you know? What's that, sorry? Christ died for our chips. Christ died for our chips. <laughs> he did, mate. He, he did. died on a massive chip, didn't he, really? Oh, well, Chip I guess off so. the old block. Oh, well, I wonder if he would have been a McCain's kind of guy or, yeah. Mm, crinkle well, cut. Do you, do, you remember, Mike, do you remember microchip or microwave chips as oh, well? I feel well. like that's fallen out of popularity. Yeah, well, I yes. those a lot as a kid. Anything microwavable versions yeah. are never good, are they? I mean, no, no true. Microwave okay. roast dinner, are you having a laugh? Well, yeah, I mean, the the clues in the name there, it's called Roast Dinner. So. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> just clues it, in the name. You just have to call it a microwave dinner. <laughs> yeah. What? Mm. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, yeah, so I guess that does conclude our physical study uh, section. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> physical, <laughs> physical study. Well, that was the PE, the PE section. Um <laughs> But yes, <laughs> bum, bum, bum. Uh, well, um, yeah, so, you know, that was finance. Uh, we sort of covered weather. Or oh, we haven't really covered weather. Weather. We really too much on the heat wave. I know. Did you survive, Mark? Did you survive the heat? I did survive the heat. 40 because, degrees, um, you know, Mark. 40 after degrees. Living... What's that, sorry? It's 40 degrees. It was 40 degrees, mate. I know, it was unprecedented. So I was just shouting uh, 40 degrees until you listened to my 40 degrees and you still didn't hear me. 40 degrees! <laughs> I hear you now loud and clear. I hear you loud and clear. Um, yeah, so 40 degrees. So for me, I've essentially been going through boot camp for the past five years living in Australia. So I, I brushed it off. Um, but I will say that it is interesting how... We, as a country, are just very, very bad at extremes. If we move the needle from sort of just tepid and gloomy, we all hell breaks loose, basically. We don't do good with warmth. And we, you know, same with uh, when it gets um, cold and snowing outside. It's just, yeah, we, we all just run around like headless chickens. And common sense seems to go right out the window, doesn't yeah, it, really? it does. And um, we are, we are yeah. all about medium Everything is mm. medium, right? Nothing. Everything's you know a bit melancholy, isn't it? You know, not too Indeed. hot, not too cold, just right. We want it just right. You know, we want it sort of touching double figures, but not reaching fifteen because that's too mm. far. We very much are the Goldilocks of the world, aren't we? That's exactly, right. So. Yes, and um, <laughs> you know, everywhere America's one of the big bears, isn't they? And uh, Russia's probably yeah. one of the big bears as well. And and China mm. trying to eat our bloody, you know. 
We're, we're just going around trying to find the right amount of porridge. Just imagine trying to eat it, find a nice warm bed, and everyone else is just going, ah, is someone's eating my porridge. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. We Might just want to wear a nice wig and a dress and walk around the woods looking all lovely, okay? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I couldn't have said it better myself. Um but yeah, I I completely agree, mate. Great analogy. Great analogy. Thanks, Definitely man. Russia's a bear. Mm. Definitely. China's probably more of like a panda a weedy vole that's uh a panda skulking around the woods. Or a panda, yeah. Yeah, panda, exactly. Um, and they don't even eat porridge. Bamboo eating um, motherfuckers. I know, that's it, mate. I can't can't get them to breed. Just let them slip away quietly into the night. <laughs> let them um, slip away. Like, like <laughs> DiCaprio in Titanic. Rose that's you... it. There ain't enough room, mate. There ain't enough room. <laughs> R- Rose, you bastard. Door. Just let him go. And he's just drifted off into the deep darkness. Yeah, I know. Oh. I mean. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Maybe he... Um, Hashtag hate he's... Rose. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fuck you, Rose. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can say. Um, but yeah, so we're just going back to the heat, uh, the heat wave. <laughs> yeah, um, sorry. Uh, yeah, so it was just crazy how, you know, schools were closing. Schools were closing. Tracks were buckling. Um, people were... You know, blood and and the water in people's bodies was boiling instantly, littering the the, the cities with human dumplings. Um, pretty <laughs> human much human dumplings, yeah, human dumplings, yeah. So that's that's the way that we were reacting about it. And then yeah, all common sense went out the window. You know, we're having to flick on morning television news and have someone tell us that it might be a good idea to carry a bottle of water. <laughs> it might be a good idea to sit in the shade. Yeah, yeah. You know? I mean, it's amazing, isn't it? I mean, did you hear what was it? Um. Where somewhere or somewhere was or companies were offering um, ginger people um, places oh, they could dear. go for free. Where was that? I don't know, but isn't that just some form of discrimination? <laughs> like I'm not really sure. I how, don't know. It's almost but... a double entendre, isn't it? Really, it is. I mean, I don't know. What were they offering them? Uh, free free ice cream, I think it was hair it? dye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and um, well, free ice cream. Yeah, something like that. Oh, it's pretty stupid. I don't know what that's all about. Well, um, what before I um, reveal who it was that was giving free somethings to, to gingers, there was a headline, <clears throat> Scots call heatwave Hunger Games for gingers. <laughs> <laughs> Hunger Games. <laughs> oh, I just had to read that one. It was a cinema chain that was offering... Uh, um, free Iron Brew. Redheads off, often oft, offer, oh, often more vulnerable to the, than most the sun rays. We're giving free entry. Into its fully air conditioned cinema screens. So it was. Um, who was it? Um, oh, just that's it. bizarre. That's just weird. I'm not even really sure what sort of camp that falls into. Whether it's like discrimination or just sort of tonally deaf or just some bizarre cloying PR stunt. I'm not really because all you're going to do is annoy non ginger people, and then um, yeah, ginger people are just going to be like, well, we're no different to anyone else. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah I guess it comes from a good place, but really, it's a bit of a backhanded thing. But uh, I mean, you know, you got to save the gingers because they, you know, especially that was in Scotland as well, I think. So. They, you know, uh, there's plenty of them. Oh there. yeah, well, it must have got up to about 27, so I can understand. <laughs> the pain, yeah, so. yeah. Um, so yeah, it was bloody hot though, wasn't it? It was, 
It was. I mean, the the runway. Some runways had to be shut because they were melting as well. And oh, we, I know. Well, again, what is going on? You know, like trains exist in Spain and Africa and and the Middle East, and it's like you know their their tracks aren't buckling. And then yes, you know, airports exist in deserts around the world, and it for some reason out you know stands that starts to melt. Like maybe it's um maybe they pulled a big fat Tony from The Simpsons. You know, when he went made that um. He made the accessibility ramp to the school out of breadsticks. I'm sure they've just made theirs out of fucking licorice. By the yeah, sounds it sounds of it, like know. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, I was uh, obviously driving about, doing my bit for the environment, doing my driving lessons, and uh, the uh, the aircon was on, obviously, for two days straight, basically. And by yeah, the light, we'll I mean, it's been. a weird problem to have, but I pretty much had a sore throat by the end of it because the, the car was so cold that yeah. my throat couldn't handle the dry sort of cold really yeah. and you know i mean i was suffering mate i was really suffering and i i i you know everyone's moaning about the heat but i was bloody freezing <laughs> well i guess better to put up with um with the cold and a bit of a sore throat rather than the the sort of body odor of pubescent uh students i guess yes i don't know it's true yes yeah, it's true you know so, that's actually quite yeah. a good point i i used to have so. some real smelly i've had some smelly students over over the years but actually and we'll been... name them now yeah <laughs> um but they um they actually they've been actually do you know what they've been rather pleasant now um the, the recent students i've had no, oh, no, nice. no, smelly, smelly bastards. So that's been a very, and obviously because my nose is is, is like it's like a bloody bloodhound's nose, and I, obviously for me it's uh, it's not very nice. But it's torturous. Yeah. Actually, that's true. I, I've had some more stinkers in the past, and that's not. That was. <laughs> Do you, have you seen? So since you've moved, uh, you, like geographically, you've changed. Have you seen a change in your students? Is there a, a, any sort of noticeable differences other than? Uh, the ones we've just touched on. Um, they won't. They talk. They talk. Obviously, they're they you know, they talk differently. Definitely. Um, they have. They walk. Yeah, I think they walk differently. I think they they walk. <laughs> they, they walk in concentric circles, whereas the other ones I've seen walk in. You know, sort of lit with a lit with a little limp. <laughs> Oh, okay, <laughs> a little limp. So I thought you were going to be like I've seen the other one. Some walk in circles, some walk in a sort of rhombus. A rhombus. Uh, that way, that way. <laughs> a uh, isosceles. Ah, that's right. That's that sounds like right. a sort of Greek um, god, doesn't it? Isosceles, the king isosceles. of tri- the god of triangles. Exactly. I do, I think of oh, I always just think of sausages, even though it's not the same. <laughs> it's, like, it's just I sort sausages. Of that sounds totally. like the Apple version of sausages. The um I, king king. Hang on, the god of uh, triangles always made three very good points. Ah, very well done. Well done. <laughs> I'm on fire. Uh, like are. it was the other day. <laughs> you are because of the heat wave. Hey. <laughs> on the surface of the sun. Yes. Yes. Unbelievable. Indeed. Well, I mean, going on the destruction of the planet, that takes us nicely on to other planets and galaxies ah. into space. Space, space. Do you know? Do you know? I've always wondered because uh, so it's Jeffrey. You know, he's always told me about space and it, space being just space. And you mm. know, I, it does play my mind that space being just space is yeah, it's kind of you know mind blowing, really. I mean. Well, yeah, that's what I do like about Jeffrey and his philosophy is that um, it is 
It's very straight to the point. You know, it sounds cryptic, but it's also very comprehensible. Yeah, space is just space. That's it. It's um, it's very binary. His uh, his outlook and his teachings have definitely definitely transformed how I see the universe. And get ready to have your outlook changed once again because we have him right here today in the studio. It's Jeffrey John Science. Hello, Jeffrey. Hi, yo, it's me, Jeffrey John Science. Hey, Jeffrey. Good to see you again. Good to see you. I hope you've uh, been keeping well. How have you been keeping cool in this uh, this crazy, unprecedented weather? Oh, well, obviously, I've just been using science to keep me cool. You know, mm. I've just been using all the chemicals, you know, to make a chemical reaction which makes me cool. You know, sucking the moisture out of air and uh, making me feel sort of, you know, tepid. Right. Okay. So yeah. So just keeping a happy medium, as much as we discussed, you know that that's what we like here, isn't it, in Britain? Aye, that's right. That's right. Because I'm up from up north, you see. Um, you know, we don't like things too exciting. You know, like particles flying together, going really fast, and that's what makes heat. <laughs> well, if you say so, Jeffrey. I mean, I have no. Uh, need to question your authority. I wholeheartedly um, I, I loved your new book. Um, Science is everywhere. Uh, again, um, part two. Uh, really, just some great points on on neutrinos and um, don't. don't, and, don't I've told you before. Don't get me started oh, on neutrinos. I know. I know. I can't help it. I'm. I know. I'm uh, touching the forbidden fruit there. But uh, much like the fruit, you know, I just I just crave that knowledge and. Um, well, moving on, moving on. Well, we won't touch on neutrinos today, but um, yeah, we were hoping that you could tell us a little bit more about James. Is it James's telescope or is it J- James? No, James it's not. Webb's... It doesn't belong to James. That'll be silly. Right. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> no, no, sorry. no, no. He was one of the flight uh, commanders on them. Um, no, no. When uh, the Apollo missions and all that back into the sixties, right. back uh, right. you know, decades ago when they went to the moon, and um, you know, so they named it after him. So. Um, it's not his telescope. It's just in honour of uh, Mr. Oh, Webb, you know. I see. So, I see. Um, you know. See. Um, so what? So what is it that we are hoping to glean? What is this? What is this going to do that 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 piece of trash, the Hubble, can't? You know, <laughs> what are we going to be seeing with this uh, this new Webb scope? Well, it's going to do so much science that we're literally going to be able to it like cuz science is everywhere and we're going to look right at it we're going to we're going to we're going to peer right back into the beginning of the universe you see wow. so the mirror is massive it's so big compared to hubble i mean hubble's got a little thingy and this one's like a monster compared to that you know so it's making mm. hubble feel very very insecure and inadequate you see but mm, uh, see. you know what good job it's not near each other cuz the uh, James Webb Telescope is a million miles from Earth. It's miles away. It's 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 you can't even see it. It's so far away. Um, it's it's actually on the other side of the moon. See, it's very clever. It's um, wow. it's in a stable orbit going around. You know, so it, it's always got its back to the sun, and so you can't get any heat. You see, it's it's it's, it's cold down so cold that uh, the only the only um, information it gets is from stars. Right. Wow. And and so you, you speak of information from stars. Uh, so what what can we do with that information once we have it, Jeffrey? Well, it's, we can turn it into what we call an image, so we can look at stars and then we can see how bright they are and how far away they are. So some of them are so far away that you can't hardly see them. They're tiny. Wow. Wow. And. 
I, I, I mean, like, correct me here if I'm wrong, but is it is it like we're going to be able to look back in time? Is that is that how it's so? What we're dealing with <laughs> is some sort of like time mirror. Is that <laughs> that's that basically you got it right so far on the nose, you know? Because <sighs> when you look at stars, you're looking at you know it's pretty much back to the future or back to the past or whatever you call it, mm. and because the, the the light from those stars have taken billions of years to get here you know that's you know light years it's mad it's 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 almost gonna hurt your brain because there's so much space in space that even though it's filled with bloody loads of galaxies it's still got loads of room left it's amazing so you know you look back in there and you're looking back at the time just after the big bang so if wow. when you look, have you seen a seen to image? Or they they brought back one of those massive images with all of these galaxies and stuff. Did you see it? I did. It looked like one of those things that I would make in primary school, like a like an oil painting thing, where you sort of get that straw and you dip it in oil and then like sort of blow across a, a sheet of paper. It was it was magical. Yeah, that's right. It's you know it's very it's like art, isn't it? But really, it's better than that because it's not just an ashtray on a bit of uh, you know on a coffee table with a fag in it. This this is like real art it's amazing it's 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 amazing you've got you got millions of galaxies in that photo it's amazing so it's amazing <laughs> no it's the wrong accent it's amazing <laughs> got it for uh, ah damn it photo there we go um so you know um so also there's the thing where they can peer into atmosphere of other planets they're called exoplanets yeah. and they can see it dip in front of a star that's light years away from us and they can tell the composition so like what if there's like water or like you know gas and stuff and they can see it just by using the spectrograph Wow, that I mean, really, truly, we are living in uh, in, in in just in unprecedented times of knowledge. And um, I, yeah, well, I do have one question um, about this 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 giant mirror. Um, so you you obviously mentioned it; it's very big. And um, is there any way that we could use the mirror to deflect light from the sun into a black hole and finally see what's inside? Oh, that's a very good question, and. I mean, the long answer is no, but the short answer is no. So it's it's a good idea, but it's not quite right, though, is it? You know, because nothing you can't you know a black hole is is just black. You know, there's nothing you can't see it. You can only see the stuff around it. You see, so if you shine the light on it, all it will do is shine the light on nothing. Right. Wow. Well, that's uh, that is uh, bit like my sex drive. <laughs> oh well, I mean, oh well, I'm sorry to hear that, Jeffrey. Um, but uh, well, I mean, just what you said there was uh, strangely profound, really. Yes, you know, we we've sort of created this giant thing that's that's unable to shine a light on on nothing, which um. Which is uh just a little bit sad, but I guess you know the uh, the universe has no time for our feeble emotions. So no, I mean you know when life is quite tragic when you think about it, you know the life and death of stars, you know nothing lasts forever. So really, it's quite tragic, you know. So really, mm. it's kind of real. It's sort of based in realism, really. You know, it's like you know a little renaissance kind of thing of thoughts and reality. That when you think about it, everything's pretty tragic. And uh, the only thing that's going to get you through it is science. 
Ah, yes, of course. Well, Jeffrey, thank you so much for taking some time with us today and, um, and you know, filling in the gaps in our knowledge as, as you are one to do and, and we are eternally grateful for. Um, and actually, just before you go, uh, did you want to mention your upcoming tour? Uh, just a bit of a plug? Yes, yeah, sure. Right, so it's... Um, my tour is called Everything is Made of Science... And it's it's on tour, so I'm doing. Um, I'm I'm gonna be at amphitheaters around the country. I'm gonna be at fates and local um, local sort of you know you know kids parties and stuff because you know I think the children are the future, and you know what I mean. And we've got to make sure that they know that space is just space. Ah, oh, indeed, indeed. Well, it almost it almost sounded like a politician there, Jeffrey. Maybe we should get you uh, in number ten, eh? <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'd be much better than those losers. <laughs> yeah, agreed, agreed. Well, thank you so much, Jeffrey, and um, good luck with the tour. We uh, we hope to hear back from you soon. Thanks, guys. I'll see you later. Bye, Trot. Right, yeah. Oh, I need to, I need a beer. Give me some beer. See you. See you. Bye. Jeffrey, once again there. Um, well, yeah, so I mean, well, I mean that well, he certainly answered my questions anyway. He did. I mean, you know, the, you know, the J. I mean, it's it's a pretty amazing piece of kit that James Webb, and um, yeah. you know, and I think we can, well, the images we saw were actually pretty cool. I think, you know, we, that's, that's literally the first bit as well. I think we've got lots of cool stuff to go, and um, yeah, I can't wait to see what happens, and uh, you know. It's been a long time since we've had Jeffrey. I don't know what he's been doing, but um, hopefully wow. he'll, yeah. he'll uh, make another appearance soon and we can uh, get some more of his amazing insights. Yeah, definitely. Um, we should probably try and come up with... Uh, well, yeah, maybe we'll... I mean, it'd be good if people actually would write in what they would like <laughs> Jeffrey to say. <laughs> but, you know, that would be good. But, uh, yeah, I'll have to uh, write a little list of um, maybe common science misconceptions that he could maybe clear up for us. Yeah, uh, that's a good idea. Know. Yeah, so that would be good to know. But um, yeah, no, that telescope is—it uh, is crazy that yeah, it's all out there. You know, it's it's all just there above the atmosphere that we're you know currently under. It's all there, just uh, just very far away. So that's the uh, science segment concluded. Uh, I was going to say uh, maybe we'll just have a little bit of general general news. Oh, uh, okay. So. There's going to be a Bake Off musical, which really probably doesn't even require discussing. Because <laughs> what the hell, you know? What the hell? Well, it's. I mean, it's, it's surely going to end in a big food fight. Surely, surely, yeah. And how many weird sort of racy jokes are they going to have about soggy bottoms and <laughs> yeah, I don't know puns about uh, I don't know like gattos, warm or apple so, pie. Yeah, warm apple pie. <laughs> yeah, well, I think it's more just like Bake Off the musical, not Bake Off Erotica the musical. <laughs> oh, right? sorry. They're not, I don't think they're going for a Moulin Rouge style. <laughs> they um, should. That would be know. much more they interesting. They should. That would have been better. See, yeah, that definitely would have been better. we've made it better already. We have, definitely. I feel like, yeah, we're heading for a Cats situation. Oh, like Jesus. Movie, I think. Surely. Um, so the characters... <laughs> so instead of Paul Hollywood... Um, let's have a look. What have they got here? Uh, so instead of a, so instead of, uh, was it, is it Prue Leith and Paul Hollywood are the judges on the, the current show? So for whatever reason, obviously they've, you know, they can't use their names. So they've got um, Pam Lee and Phil Hollyhurst. Oh my God. So, yeah. So oh anyway, I don't know why we're wasting our time 
uh, with that. It but, sounds oh, well. like they're in for a tiramisu. I oh, know, is it a, t- a, a tiramisu lawsuit? Aha! Aha! They really are. <laughs> they really, they probably are, mate. They oh my are. god! Yeah. So well, um, they did. They, yeah. they, yes. Good luck to those guys, and you know, jazz hands all the way. Exactly. Jam exactly. hands. Jam hands. Jam finger hands. Hands. What? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I'm lost. I'm lost in the cake mixture of hell. The cake. <laughs> the cake batter of <laughs> of just nonsense. Yeah. The, the, much, the, the, yeah. So the uh, the um, the review is like crowd battered by Bake Off uh, musical. Yeah, that's it. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, all it's going to be is about like a half baked musical. Yeah, that's say. it. Yeah, absolutely. A musical full of half baked ideas that deflated, much like their their lemon souffles. You know, <laughs> like I mean, there's basically this is gold if you're a a yeah a um, stage uh, critic. You know, so yeah, you know, have at it <laughs> is what I say. Have your cake and eat it too. Yeah. Um, well, so, yeah. Oh my god, the world's gone actually crazy. It has, mate. It has. <laughs> but yeah, so I think I don't know. I think that's probably all we have time. Yeah, for. I think so. We've done a monster <laughs> show today. So good luck with it. Um, we've done a monster monster show. So yeah, I hope you've enjoyed listening. Yeah, good luck to that intern that we send all this off to to edit. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know yeah. that success. Yes, while we uh, lie on the beach of success. That's it. Uh, yeah, and the um, yeah, with the waves of uh, of of just um, extravagance lapping at us. Yes, uh, we've got some poor little bugger down in the engine room, um, <laughs> editing away. Yes, chip, it's chip, chip, trying to chip, stop chop, it and chop. sinking like the Titanic. You know those poor people yeah. in the engine rooms. Oh, yeah. Damn exactly. that rose! It's her fault again. <laughs> <sighs> Lest we forget. <laughs> Lest we forget. Well, uh, yeah. Well, I hope you enjoyed listening, and until next time, we'll entertain you soon. I'm sure. We shall. We shall. Okay. Well, play us off, Johnny. Yeah.